Maybe you play hockey. Maybe you still play. Maybe you're not in a competitive league. Maybe you are. Maybe you're just in a pickup league. There's nothing like just going out and skating, taking shots. I've done that before. Late at night in an arena where you're not supposed to use hockey sticks and pucks one night. Girlfriend and I were out skating. And the guy running the ring says, hey, there's nobody here. Uh, did you bring your stick and puck? I said, I did. He says, okay, I got a few pucks if you don't. I said, yeah, go, go, go for it. So just, oh, it's just skating around. And after about 50 minutes, you think, yeah, you know what? I could have made it. And, you know, I could have. Nah, whatever. But it's just the beauty of it. There's just something about it. If you haven't done it, do it. It's still not too late to learn how to skate, play hockey. It's a better understanding of the sport when you do that. Mike Wilson's written a book called The Ultimate True Tales from Beer League Hockey, the athletic phenomena that has hockey rink parking lots full way into the night. He's one of the ultimate hockey fans, ultimate Leaf fan, but we, we, we forgive him that. I've been in his basement about seven years ago. No, that's not questionable. It's like a museum down there. It's fantastic, the stuff down there. In fact, he had Reggie Leach talking that night. The Riverton Rifle, one of my favorite players ever. So Mike's a good guy. He's, he's done well in life, and he's a philanthropist. He gives back to the community. I got a lot of respect for this guy. And then he he wanted uh, he wanted uh, stories about guys and gals playing uh, beer league hockey, and there I am. I get two and a half pages almost, which is crazy. My wife says to me, "What did you do to deserve that?" I said, "I I know Mike, I know Mike. Is Mike there? Mike, are you there?" I'm here, Mick. How you doing? Pretty good, sir. It's good to talk to you again. Um, I mean everything I said. That you're you're a great guy. I love what you do. What made you think of this? Because everybody. I know, has played beer league hockey or pickup hockey, whatever you call it. They've all, I was just talking about back in the 90s, friends and I used to take the bus from downtown Toronto out to Mississauga for a 1 to 3 um, a.m. game. We could get rink really cheap at 1 o'clock till 3 in the morning, and I was playing goal back then. And then we'd haul all our wet equipment back on the TTC, way back to downtown Toronto. We didn't get home till about 5 in the morning. And we loved every minute of it. And guys and gals who play this are crazy, aren't they? Well, they are. And, and, and for me, once I stopped working, I, because of my bad hips, I stopped playing hockey for about 12 years, beer league. And right. when I came back in 2016, what I started noticing was the first time I stepped in the dressing room, nothing much had really changed. A right. lot of the same convincing and teasing of guys. And then the bar after and over beer, the same type of stories were coming out. And I thought... You know, here we are 20, 30, 40 years older, but, the, you know, the variations are similar, but they're just done in a different sphere. And so I thought, what we should do is maybe I should get this in paper and into a book form and, and do something with it to re, just recount these stories and, and relive everybody's memories. So I did some research on books that are already out there to make sure I wasn't duplicating something that was already there. Yeah. And then with my wife, Deb, and I, we decided that what we would do is we do it from a charity angle because I didn't feel right about using other people's stories to benefit for myself. So I thought what we would do is we would give the money back to a, to a charity site. Nice. And what we've done is we're working with Rescue 7, nothing better than working with defibrillators and installing defibrillators in rinks and community, oh, across, in rinks and community centers across Canada and the United States, so yep. U.S. listeners are eligible also, that can't afford them or don't have them. And we're working with uh, John Coley out of Rescue 7 and, they're just so on board with this, and the response has been tremendous so far. No, that's great. That's uh, again putting your money where your mouth is. I appreciate that, um, and that's important in hockey uh, for so many reasons. Again, I'm just reading the introduction. This this is fun. Where Maury Callahan, a, a, one of a, a great Canadian writer, wrote back in 1940, hockey is the national folk dance of Canada, and this applies to the northern states too. It's, it's much hockey there as it is in Canada. Um, 
and there's just something about it. Um, when I grew up, my dad wasn't into hockey. He, he watched hockey. He liked Frank Mahalovich, and then he got to he then he went to Montreal, so he became a Montreal fan. But he, he was more into football, which is fine. I, I played a lot of football, so we didn't spend a lot of time at the rink. I came to it late. In fact. One reason I'm not in the National Hockey League, Mike, is because I didn't learn to start skating until I was about eight. And so I said, guys I playing with were skating since they were three. And does, it, it, it's crazy. And I'm amazed when I played pickup hockey over the years. I played with guys who could, you know, were ankle, ankle skaters. I played with guys who played junior A, a good friend of mine. John Allaire is a really good hockey player. Played hockey with Steve Eiserman. He's fantastic. You sit and you go, why isn't this guy in the National Hockey League? Um I take it these beer leagues, especially the pickup games, the talent level is probably all over the place, right? I know it was in the games I played in. Well, it is, and that, that's the beauty of it because what you try to do is you try to make everybody involved and make everybody a part of it, no matter about the ability, because this is the one thing you can take away from this, and, and, and for everybody that's listening, I think they'll probably agree. Once you cross the threshold of that dressing room door, what you do in the other side has no bearing whatsoever. Yeah. You're, everybody is equal once they cross that room and they sit down. And I'm telling you, you could be the most famous judge in Canada or the United States to put away some of the biggest criminals. And your right winger may be one of the biggest criminals in Toronto or anywhere out throughout the U.S., but all he is to you is that guy who messed up that pass the week before he crossed <laughs> the team game. And that's the reality of it, Mick. And I think the thing is, what you'll find is the better players don't mind playing with players that aren't quite as good. What you have to do is you commend everybody for making the effort to play because the beauty of the game is the bonding amongst teammates and the camaraderie in the dressing room. I mean, what's the first thing players say that stop at the professional level besides missing the paychecks that they miss the most? And it's the camaraderie in the dressing room. Miss the room. My, my kid. It. Yeah, my kid just stopped playing at the age of 18, GTHL, and he said, oh, I, I, miss, I miss the guys. And I was like, yeah, that's boy, it. wow, that's what they all say. And gals, if you're playing too, you know what I mean. There's just something about it. You can put aside the problems of life and all that stuff, and for that 55 minutes you're playing or whatever, it's just that's your focus. It can clear the mind. A hundred percent it does. And the idea of it is, listen, hangover, hangovers come and go, but beer league stories last forever. And that's the <laughs> one thing that everybody – listen, 25 years ago, that goal you scored, the winning off your butt that won your team the championship, you're telling that story today that you're around four guys and you roofed it. But nobody knows the difference. They know you're lying, but they still they'll tell their own story. And that's the beauty of it, is it just bonds people. And even guys who play beer league baseball, they have yes, the same. Yes. It's just that it, it's just that bonding. And anybody who plays the game will understand exactly where I'm coming from when we tell these stories. And the idea is that the stories all you want people to do is refresh their memory and the experiences they had themselves going up and still experiencing. And I'm telling you, I played in the Canada Games this summer uh, in Kamloops, and the competition for 65-plus and 70-plus is unbelievable how these guys can still play. And it's really awesome to see. And even at that level, even if you go back to the guys who only played as high as House League, the guys are still competitive. They still get that fire in their belly. And they'll still play like it means something. But I'll tell you what, once the games are over and you snap open that first beer can, everybody's equal and the stories and the fun just begins. Love it. It's Mike Wilson on the phone with us a couple more minutes here. Ultimate True Tales from Beer League Hockey. We'll find out where you can find get the book in a moment. Okay, Mike, here's my story. Um, my sto- One of my stories is in your book, but here's my greatest I moment. It. Now that I, I, I still remember this. Every so often I think about it. 
I lived uh, in Ottawa, um, a suburb called Blackburn Hamlet, out in the East End. And um, we were playing, there was an outdoor rink. And it would have been January, February, probably 1978 or 79. I can't remember. I was still in high school. And they would have intense games. Um, you would be, you would hope that the older guys would ask you to play. It was all guys back then. And the goalies had full equipment on. And some people wore helmets. Nobody wore. There was no body checking. But it was fast. And it was taken seriously. And my friend Les and I were sitting in the snowbanks all ready to go. We usually didn't get picked. And this game we got picked. Okay, we need some guys. You guys. And I was, that's probably the best I ever skated in my life. Uh, for, for a year, I could skate wonders. I don't know what happened to it. Uh, and um, we were on a rush. This guy, older guy in grade 12 or 13, because we had grade 13, as you remember. And he was, he was, uh, he was like a junior B star. He was, a, he was the hot guy. All the chicks loved him. And he, him and I were on a two-on-one. And I'm some plugger. And as we're skating into the zone... And it's beautiful. It's dark out, and it's it's just perfect Canadiana. Um, I get hauled down by two guys at once. As I'm falling to the, I, I can still see this. As I'm falling to the ice, I'm to the right. He's to the left, and I backhanded it because I shoot left. And I, as I'm falling, I put a perfect pass on his blade. And as I'm watching, and there's snow flying in my face, he goes bar down on the goalie. He turns around. This guy's who's a junior B star, and he goes, "Buddy, your goal, your goal." And that made my day. So that's my finest moment in hockey. And that's a, basically a beer league game. We weren't drinking beer at that age. He might have been. But you remember those things. They stay with you. That's it. I didn't get a hockey card out of it. Nobody cared. But when he gave me that validation, that was like, okay, you're fine. You've earned it. And um, you, you just keep those things with you. Well, that's that's the beauty of it, and that's the beauty of beer league hockey. And 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 no matter where you play it, it, it is once again. I know I'm repeating myself, but it's that bond that you have because anybody who played the game has a similar story to yours. And here you yeah. are telling that story some 30 years later, and it still means something to you. Yeah. And that, that and again, that's the beauty of the game because every time you step in the ring, something different can happen. You may know the outcome, but the score is almost irrelevant. And what yeah. what matters the most is what goes on. And the best part about it is you can be the star player on the team. That junior B player, he could score four of your team's four goals. But I'll tell you what, there'll be four guys in that room looking for one thing he messed up on, and they'll hound him to death <laughs> for the end of the night and for the next and, and that's what happens. And that's how it works. And that's yeah. the beauty of it. And I'll tell you what, you wear those goat horns until somebody else does something similar, something stupid on or off the ice. And it just lasts forever, as I said. Those stories never go away. And the so, memory, by the way, retribution yeah. and really cocky has no lifespan. Oh, yeah. Oh, very much. Uh, so many great stories. Um, it's almost like a, a bowl of peanuts. You can just dip in. You can read a few. You can come back to it. But you eat a couple, you're going to want a whole bunch. It's called Ultimate True Tales from Beer League Hockey by our good buddy Mike Wilson. Where can people find the book, Mike? They can get it. My my wife Deb's been running. I said she's been answering emails for the last uh, week and a half uh, since the book has come out. You can reach at reach us at Ultimate Leafs Fan. I know that's going to drive non Leaf fans crazy, right. but that's, yeah. our, that's our website, yeah. ultimateleafsfan.com dot com slash books. So that's ultimateleafsfan.com dot com slash books. Deb will be right back to you, and we'll get a book in your hand as fast as we can. And listen, as I'm telling everybody, Mick, Mick the book may stink. But guess what? For the cost of a couple beers, you may be helping save a life, including your own one day. Yeah, and the book does not stink. It's actually a lot of fun, and that's good. But no, the book on its own stands. Um, 
Look, next time you have Reggie Leach in your basement or someone, tell me, please. Uh, I know you don't, you don't do that anymore, but that was one of the greatest nights of my life. That was fantastic, Mike. Always great with you, sir. Next project, please tell me. I love what you're doing. Well, the next project is we continue to work on sports appraisals. So we're helping people with the, uh, you had me on before to talk about that very kindly uh, about a year ago, but yep. we're, the business has been going well and uh, we're, try, we're you know helping people with the states, insurances, and uh, maybe a, unfortunately a divorce, but it's becoming relevant in the world of uh, collecting now. So please uh, think of us if you come along those lines. Okay, well, I still need my original Gretzky appraise, so I'll knock on your door one day. I Great. I know you would. Mike, always good. Talk to you soon, sir. Have a good Christmas. Thank you so much, Mick, and all the best to you and all your listeners. Appreciate that. Mike Wilson, one of the good guys. Ultimate True Tales from Beer League Hockey. It's a fun read, and you're going to relate to a lot of it. And, I, yes, I do have a story in there. I thank him for doing that.